Hawk. You're tuned into Mutiny Radio. This is some call me Tim. Everything's switched up now. Like AltaCast from noon to two has become the Choose Poetry, Choose Life reading with Glasgow, Scotland today. Another amazing, amazing day of poems. I just love that group of people and I can't wait till I can travel to Scotland and visit them all and be friends in real life. And I feel like we already are friends in real life. So that's good. Uh, but who, you know who's a friend of mine in real life? Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth from the AltaCast, is calling in here at 2 o'clock for some Call Me Tim. We're going to get the update as to what's going on in the world since I don't pay attention. I, You know, I haven't even been hiding in a barrel of whiskey and coming out for free ice cream days. Nay, I've been not hiding and just being here at Mutiny Radio all the time, trying to create as much content as we can before it all goes away. Or it doesn't go away. Hey, go to our GoFundMe and make Mutiny Radio stay. We have the funds to stay here through October 1st. But after that, it is tenuous at best. So please go donate some money to our GoFundMe. And that would be amazing. And I'd really appreciate that to keep free speech alive and poetry and activism and news and music, local music and comedy. And, and, and. Yes, and. I'm having a really good day. <laughs> so Latoya, the Shelford Truth, is going to call him. This is Some Call Me Tim. And at 4 o'clock, I'm, I'm actually going to get out of here at 3 because i um, got a little outdoor open mic to do in the park at 4. So I'm going to get out of here pretty early and head over there. But thank you for listening to MutinyRadio.fm. If you want to give us money to our Venmo as well, it's just straight up Mutiny Radio, all one word, lowercase. You can just give me money. That's cool, too. But really, it's all going toward the rent here at the station, and I do want to keep it alive in these crazy COVID times. But it's super hard because we just don't have the resources that we once did with keeping the place closed, you know, to the public. Can't do open mics. Can't have really people come in and do shows. It's just you know, if people don't feel safe, they don't feel safe. And I don't want to force them to come in or, I mean, it's a podcast for the love of God. Anyway, if you think it's important, I think it's important. I mean, I already think it's important. Do you think it's important? I'm rattling. I'm rambling. We're going to listen to some Combrio and they're a local band who's doing really well. And they've always been awesome. This is their first album from the hip that we're listening to in the fills and in the back while we wait patiently for the amazing, the beautiful, the wonderful, the clever, intelligent, the worldly, the knowledgeable Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, here during Some Call Me Tim slash the AltaCast on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Oof, tongue-tied. Oh, 
this is a gypsy's tale All written out inside the whale Of my voice Oh, many moons All with different hues They just lit the way A sick came and went too soon and loud today. There was some smooth R&B that you were just playing? Hell yeah, that's Conbrio. They're a local band here out of SF, and they've been around for years and years and years, and they're amazing. And uh, and Zandra, is I, she's the vocals and the guitar. She's just so talented. I, she used to, we used to be buddies from the 16th Admission Poetry Circle thing that we would do. Uh, it used to be every Thursday from 10 to midnight in the 16th at Mission BART station outside. And we would read poetry, and she was a musician who'd come and sing. And she always played with her band at, like, Amnesia and all these little underground things. And then they started getting big. And I think they were on, like, Outside Lands or something or the Treasure Island Music Festival, yeah. something badass. And I'm like, Zandra! And she has this brother who's a filmmaker, and he's so cute. And I can't remember his name. I think it's Dan. And every time I'd see her, I'd see him, and I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> anyway. I, you know I've always been boy crazy. Wait, what, wait, 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 what's the name of the band again? Conbrio. C-O-N-B-R-I-O. And they're local. They're out of SF. Say, say it one more time. I'm sorry. Conbrio. C-O-N. New word. B-R-I-O. Conbrio. I'm going to check them out. Check them out. Everybody check Yay. them out. So, what's going on in the world? Oh my God, everything's falling apart, and it's so scary. We're back on lockdown. Yes, I think we mentioned this last week too. Uh, going back to square one, yeah. and here we are, back back to life. <laughs> yeah, back to and square back one. To reality. Back to life. Back to reality. <laughs> Everyone, put you, your damn you mask on. About? How do you feel about us starting over again? I feel like the damage has been done with all the pe- Okay, no, here's the thing. I want to see the spikes. Now, I have, and we have. There were like 210,000 new cases in California, so we know that the spike has, has arose. It is poking its head. But I want to see... I want to see the numbers. I want to see the deaths. I need to see that that we fucked up and that we need to be on fucking lockdown. I just, I want to see definitive proof it, that us being. Do you want to go to the hospitals? Is that what you're saying? I want to see pictures from the hospitals. I want to see, I want to see dead toll numbers. I want to see why we're not piling bodies in the streets. Like, I want to see, I need to know that. And I wish that the news was being more forthcoming about the danger. If it is so fucking scary and dangerous, Show me that. Make me feel, and, and I'm not just saying me as in me, but I'm saying me as in a lot of people. Show us the fear. Make the fear be the proof, real. The proof, 
the proof is there because here's one thing here's the reason why I believe you know I know the fact that the cases are going high this country and especially California California produces we're one of the most agricultural tech we we are the most important state basically in the world yeah we have the fourth and we have we have the so fourth many, fourth biggest the, economy in the world so not just exactly, the fourth biggest fourth exactly. biggest economy in the world we have the fourth the biggest world. economy yeah and and so the fact because of course everyone loves money the fact that we have to shut everything down especially in the entertainment sector oh yeah and you, you know, in in agricultural, mm-hmm. there's so much money to be made. Why would we stop everything? Oh my why God, would we you're stop a genius. being greedy? <gasps> you're a genius. I mean, why would we stop being greedy if there wasn't a huge problem? If the, if the cases weren't going. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Wow. And so I hadn't I thought mean, of it in you that have lens. To look at it, yeah, you have to look at it in the economics as well because i mean yeah no 100% I, mean, I didn't even think of that losing, way you would think that yeah. it's got to be so big for gavin to be like whoa 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 friends shut it fucking down for him to get to that place again there is that the danger is there it ha- it would have to be because he wouldn't why would he right. why would he voluntarily be like well, you know, this unemployment thing is fucked up and it's not working and nobody's working and we can't let them work. And you you know people want to work and you know people want to let people work. And so... And they want to make money. Yes. <laughs> they want to make money. That's we want the, the world to go on part. again. And in order to, to... And to stop that and say, no, 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 this really is a safety issue. Because why would he just do that, Willie? That's a really good point. It has to yeah. be really bad I mean, for the... For the rich people, for the for the big powers to say, okay, we're not going to make any money. That's huge. Right. I mean, especially you know, we are in California's entertainment capital. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Why would why would we you know no shows are being filmed? That's money. Nothing's being produced. That's money. Tour. Well, no one's going on tour. But you know, record companies want their artists to be in the studio. I mean, they can do that. But you're you're not going to see as many people in the studio, you know. Right, right. Things need to be picked for harvest coming up, and especially we're what we're in July, so we're up north, so wine country. You know, you oh, need dear Lord. to pick the grapes and stuff. Yeah, and the harvest is coming up come September and October. Oh, That's man. a lot of money to be losing, you know, from the pandemic. That's why you know, even in the beginning, I never like. America never shuts down. Like, no, of course not. No possible. Way. We don't even go on vacation. We're too greedy. Yeah, we're too greedy. Right, we're we don't even greedy. go on vacation. Everyone else in the world takes a month off and they work less hours for their fucking mental health. And we're here in America being like, no, no, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I work two jobs. Like I need to work eighty hours a week, and I've got to get it. I mean, we clamor for it. We don't. I don't know. We don't respect downtime. Maybe I don't know. Right. Well, this is our downtime, but the sad thing is the downtime now is people are dying from their downtime. And then what I'm really getting scared about, yeah, I said it, I kind of, I said getting scared is like once you catch it and, you know, you know, you may survive, but 
there have been studies about your health not being the same, you possibly getting other kind of uh, respiratory uh, illnesses after wow. having COVID. Wow. And wow. so, you know, there's some cases that people have not, their body has not fully recovered back to normal. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It forever so. changes you. Well, this is forever yeah. changing us. This, So this is the thing that tripped me out the most this week. Like, I freaked the fuck out. I've been watching this amazing <laughs> – I've been watching this amazing show called Alone. I got to interview Wania. She's a goddess and a, a, a superhero, a feminist superhero. Anyways, I'm watching Alone, and there's some commercials sometimes because of the platforms uh-huh. that I'm watching it on. A lot of, like, pirated video. and Anyway, one of the commercials was a San Francisco-based commercial – about wearing your mask. It's like, if you care about other people, you will wear your fucking mask. And it doesn't say fucking. But it was so unnerving to see a commercial with everyone wearing masks. And in all these different contexts of how you wear your mask and if you're running and you don't have your mask on and you see somebody, you put it up and that's because you care about people and blah, blah, blah. But it was all set in San Francisco and everyone was wearing masks and everybody was so distanced. And I was like, we are in the dystopian future right now. We are in a dystopian futurescape. This is freaking me out and this is real because it's even in a commercial now. It's, and I've been seeing other commercials where people are wearing, we're responding already to this. And saying, well, this is the new norm. Everyone wears masks all the time. And everybody's distanced. And everybody's on these weird Zoom chats. And we're connecting with people, but we're super far away. And we're connecting through these devices. It's, I mean, I had a moment this week of like, the cognitive dissonance sort of just went, oh, wait a minute. There's no more dissonance. I actually see what's happening and I'm not, and I'm facing up to the reality of it, and it sucks. That's it. That was yeah, my diatribe. It, <laughs> it sucks. It sucks seeing people in commercials <laughs> on masks. That's it. I could have said it in one sentence. It sucks to see people in commercials with masks <laughs> because it means that we're just, we are 100% accepting this. It is real. And it is real. And we need to accept it because it's it fucking is, real. You know, the, the thing is, it's just like, we're what we're in. Four months, that's 100, is this 106, 104 days? I'm losing count. Um, But the fact that you still have these people who think it's a hoax, which, oh, my God, that was, like, so four months ago. Uh Uh, (laughs) And now you have the people that are like, uh, I refuse to wear a mask. Like, I'm ready to, uh uh-oh. I, I'm kind of ready to have my Karen moment with my phone mm. on record mm-hmm. with running into someone one of these days that is going to refuse to put their mask on, especially, you know, because yeah. what we've been doing is hiking, and which is nice because hiking is now that that is the spot. That is the bar. Hell That's yeah. the It's real. <gasps> oh, my God. Your Tinder profile can finally match real life. I like hiking. <laughs> I'm not at the club. I'll be in the trees. I'll be in the trees. Uh, Biatch. <laughs> but it, it, it's just, it's so, it's so stupid it, to me that you have people that still think that this thing is not real and the mask, you know, 
not going to protect you or the mask is about freedom. I'm like, I don't, by this point, I've been on so many chats with people where I'm just like, well, I guess you just let them go. Just, you know, if they don't care about wearing their mask, well, no, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But the whole thing is that the mask doesn't protect you. The mask protects the people around you. The, around you. Right. So you're, if you have a mask on and someone doesn't have a mask on and they have it, you can still get it. But if you're wearing right. a mask you and you have it, you lower – you drastically lower the opportunity of other people to get it from you, whether they're wearing a mask or not. The point is that no one knows who has it. That's the fucking freaky thing about this. It's kind of like AIDS or HIV. Yeah. It's kind of, no, yeah. seriously, it's yeah. kind of like HIV in that it's invisible. You don't, you don't know who has it. You don't. There's no outward I, signs. You could be carrying it and have no symptoms. And you could still have it, and you could pass it to other people. And that's what I think that we're not getting into our heads is that we can have it and not show symptoms. Asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. Yeah. It's like herpes. You brought that up the whole. (laughs) Exactly. It is funny that you brought up the whole AIDS thing because I was uh, talking to a friend about this who is. uh, He's gay, and I said, isn't it funny now that you have now a, a bunch of um, uh, straight people going around saying, don't worry, I've been tested, in contrast to, like, you know, in the gay community, you know, you have to ask people if you've been tested or what have you, or, you know, now yeah. the yeah. the ugly... It, it just seems like karma is coming its way for a lot of people. And it is, basically what I'm trying to say is, like, this is everybody's age. Yeah. And <laughs> Seriously. And it's kind of reaping what you sold if you are a homophobe in that kind of way. You know, it, it, it's just like, well, you you might have it. You might have the new age. So who are you to judge? It's, sure. It's, it's just karma. I have, a, I have to have a better way of explaining it. No, no. I it, Hey, it, I'm on board. I see exactly. I'm afraid for the future where we have to, and I this isn't, I mean, I'm just speculating. But there's got to be, there's going, there must be in the future, a, like a little badge that we're going to have to wear or a little something on our phone that says that we've or been tested and says that, I mean, I, I could even see now that the Israelis came up with the, the breathalyzer testing that can happen within 60 seconds and you can know if you have it or not. Um, I can see those breathalyzer COVID tests that people having to be tested once every two weeks. Everybody. Why not? Yeah. I mean, that's the only, is that the only way? I mean, maybe, and maybe that's the new way that they're going to control us in some strange way is that if you've got it, you have to go over here. It's going to be like, it's going to be like the new, uh, Pregnancy home test. Oh, it's yeah. Gonna be for COVID. It's going to be the over-the-counter Walgreens plan B, but for COVID. Great. Yeah, fix it. <laughs> Somebody fix it. Tell me what to take to fix it. I mean, sure. But
But that's the thing is that what's the question of what fixes it? Is this just a case of humans over it? Mother Earth said, you know what? This is about as many people as I want on the planet. And then she said, fuck your face. Here are a bunch of viruses, one after the other. Boom, 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 boom. To try to eliminate some from mother nature aren't aren't we like a sickness aren't we the virus aren't we the disease that's aren't we the cancer that's spreading over mother nature and just just drinking her blood and just eating all of the trees and the animals and just ruining everything and like we're like sucking out her blood and burning it and throwing it in the air and then being like so Maybe this is sort of the Earth's opportunity or, you know, maybe viruses don't even think. They just do. I don't know. I'm being (laughs) too philosophical about this. But I do think there's too many people. As always. I know. I do think there's too many people, though, and I think we're we're consuming way too many resources. And uh, there's got to be a way to balance and, and use less and share more. Um, well, I think we're definitely going to be using less since no one is going out buying, making major purpose or purchases. Sure. You know. Yeah. Now's the, know not the time to buy any, a refrigerator. Any, <laughs> right. I don't know if you know if people out in podcast land or yourself, you know, if you've been on these websites, like looking just shopping, brow, virtual browsing, everything is on sale, but you know. Because, well, no one's buying anything because, well, 40 million people are unemployed. Yeah, I haven't so bought anything. Money, you know. The only thing I've bought since COVID started is cigarettes, alcohol, <laughs> and food. That's it. And I haven't even eaten out. I haven't even spent. That's not true. There's a $2 bon me place right around the corner from the station here. Uh, it's called Faux on Bryant, Bryant and 20th Street. It's a secret, you guys. You ask for the $2 bon me. It's pork. It's amazing. It's $2. I'm not fucking with you. It's so good. So that's like one of the only things I've bought. But other than that, that's it. Like, because I, I just I mean, don't have the funds. I've been telling people that, you know, I, I know I've definitely been saving, you know, with, you know, with uh, transportation, not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, can't go to the bar. Right. Uh, not going out to eat. Yeah. You know, bills still have to be paid. Right. So, of course, those assholes can get that money. I can't but... believe that there's not, right now during this time, the entire city should have free internet. That makes me crazy that we don't have free Wi-Fi for every person in San Francisco during COVID. I think the things that should have immediately gone free were electricity. I feel like paying PG&E right now is so stupid. Like, we should be getting free PG&E, free... Because the other thing that's even dumber than that is the... They're still giving parking tickets, or they just reinstated giving parking tickets. They had a moratorium on them for a while, but now the meter maids are back in force. And somehow, tickets and parking are essential. And it's like, during COVID, seriously, you're going to do a poor tax, and you're going to nickel and dime the people that are already struggling during COVID? So yeah, I think there should be no parking tickets right now. I think everyone should get free ri- Wi-Fi, and everyone should have free electricity, at least. Well, 
here's what here's the big issue that's going on that that's really important that we need to talk about is the rent landlord. This is what's going on nationwide. Um, with there's I think what's going to happen is there might be a renter strike. Good. Um, I don't want to pay rent anymore. And <laughs> because uh, because well, especially here in California. Um, it's a protest that is it's starting to grow a little bit more. Um, and what's, what, what's basically certain places, certain landlords are now, because certain places are open, certain states, excuse me, what they're doing is now filing evictions. No. And with all these evictions coming up, you're going to have millions of people yeah. out on the streets. Because, again, you still have 40 million people mm-hmm. out of work. The economy is terrible. Uh, let's see. We, that stimulus of $1,200. Gone! Um, you know, and in some states, you know, their, their unemployment is only $200 a month. Oh, dear Lord. Right. I believe in Alabama or Mississippi. One of those states, their unemployment is only two hundred dollars a month. That's oh. after the six hundred dollar extra uh, of uh, unemployment ends, which it ends July thirty first. And so now, court a lot of people are lining up in court, saying that I can't afford my rent because I am unemployment due to this virus. Yeah. So what? What's trying? What a lot of people in uh, state governments, because our federal, you can't. Don't even let's not even mention federal government right now. Um, what they're trying to do is um, basically freeze rent, and now there've been protests, uh, protests coming around uh, in different states. Here's here's the thing: though. if we, it, it really, it's like where do you put the stopgap? In that, if you didn't make people pay rent, you wouldn't need to give them so you wouldn't we wouldn't need to give them unemployment. Like, here's the thing. I haven't been able to file from unemployment yet for many reasons, and I'm going to try to get on it because I heard that I can actually get some because I own my business. I thought that as a small business, business owner, there's nothing I could get, and maybe that's not true, but here's the other thing. No one's been helping me, so I don't know what the fuck is going on. The onus is on the person to do it, and I need to fucking get on that. Anyway, if you the point is if we if the rent went on freeze, I wouldn't need the unemployment because I wouldn't need the money to pay the rent. I'd be fine because there was no rent to be paid. Does that make sense? So, like, where do we put the stopgap? Do we? You would you would need the unemployment because you would still possibly need, like, for transportation and what have you. Well, if we make public transportation free, that's solved. And if you give everybody food stamps, that's okay too. I think what I'm talking about is universal basic income. All I'm saying is that it's universal basic income without the income. If you have free rent and you have free transportation and you have food and you have those three basic needs needs met that's universal basic income now you either give the people the money to find their own food home and transportation or you just make it free and then it's free i i I mean philosophically we're already living under socialism and it's crazy to me that the capitalist republican pig dogs aren't aren't say are like socialism's bad and it's weird it's like everything happening right now is the little socialism that we have that exists in our capitalist pig dog world is saving us right now the tiny bits of 
of socialism that we have been using. So where are you now, Andrew Yang? What the fuck? He had the answer. And we... He's on CNN as a contributor. Okay, good. That's where he's at. Well, he Um, had the right idea. it's, it's It's not just people with rent. It's people with mortgages as well. Sure. So, and... The thing that owe oh, the bank money that said that, that it's like an invi- it's there. so stupid that the bank owns their home who's the bank and why does the bank keep getting forgiven how come we don't get forgiven and the banks do how come they fucked up and, and and made a whole explosion and everyone got fucked up in 2008 and they got forgiven and other people don't get forgiven and people still have like crazy loan issues and bankruptcy and all this stuff and we're just like oh, yeah banks and big corporations oh, you're fine oh, well, the thing is, what they're trying to do is have the um, uh, the National Housing Law Project uh, to step in to help um, because basically the federal pro- – well, they say they want the federal government to step in, but not with this administration. You can just – just pretend this administration doesn't help. Just <laughs> pretend? Out there, do I have to pretend have to that? Pretend on your state <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, let me put on my fantasy cap and I'll pretend that the government isn't doing anything right now, that they suck. No. Oh, I said federal. Oh, I'll federal. just depend on your state and local. Okay. Because good. federal just is non existent. So um, I'm reading uh, from the Washington Times, uh, there, it, there's an article about rent stripes during the pandemic. And then, you know, so they were talking about. Uh, people participating in the rent strike. So on Twitter, there's a hashtag cancel rent campaign. Maze rent is trending. And there's tenant groups and community advocates that are calling for a strike together uh, for Corona-related financial aid to renters. And that would also, I believe, include um, landlords. But if you were caught in a mortgage, now we're going to get into the banking system because that's where we're going to say that's where a lot of the corruption is. Because bankers, they want their money. But here's the here's the fun fact for even renters and those who owe. How if you are going to put someone out, and we're in this uh, pandemic, who are you going to get to move in? If uh, I've been thinking about this that too. Be there to replace your tenant. You, you're exactly because, right. I mean, how are you going to make? Obviously, the tenant, you have a contract with the tenant, so eventually they're going to have to pay their rent eventually once we get through this, if we get through this. Same with the mortgage. But who, if you, if you evict these people, what you're going to be having is no one in your, uh, in your, on your property to pay you. You're not going to be able to make money with an empty room or apartment. Yeah, true. Who's moving into places right now mm-hmm. with no work, mm-hmm. no money? No one's really moving. Everyone is still a standstill, yeah. even if there are some states that are open. They're not completely open. No one is looking to move to a new crib right now. No one's looking to buy property or a, a house right now. The, heart, the housing market has already been tanking. Since 2008, yeah. because of the crash, sure. it's just been down a down downward slide, and it's now even going to get worse. So for these bankers, for people who have mortgages, who do you expect to take over the mortgage? 
Or who do you expect to take over the rent when everyone's broke? I was just thinking this yesterday, is that when people can't pay, who does it go to? Who's going to get it? So we're just going to have a bunch of empty things. And even looking at San Francisco right now as I walk around, the only people working are people building stuff. Do you know how many apartment buildings have been built in the mission that are just being finished? Who is going to move into these places? Who is going to move in? There are more people that are moving out that do actually work in tech, that do, you know, the only people who are working here in the city basically are maybe construction workers in tech. You know, it's a small, small, because retailers, no one's selling anything right now because we're back to square one. So now what's going to happen is you're going to have a lot of empty buildings because even my cousin, uh, who she's 26, some of the, her colleagues are moving back home to like Texas or what have you, where they're from, because either they got laid off and they can't afford the rent, or they got laid off and they can't afford the rent. Right, right. You yeah. Know? So what's going to happen is the housing crisis is going to get worse, either if you rent or you own. Of course. And especially in the expensive cities like San Francisco. All these beautiful, pristine, quarter-million-dollar condos, half-a-million-dollar condos, those prices are most likely possibly might drop, but you're still going to have a slew of buildings with nothing but empty spaces. Yeah, and it when people don't live in spaces, they become dilapidated really quickly. Like... People have to, I've I've seen it in I've seen it in Greece. Um, I, last time I was in Athens last year, and we were walking around. I was like, "How long have these buildings been empty?" And my buddy Nikos was like, "You know, not that long, but you'd be surprised how quickly, when people aren't using a space, how it how the entropy just blah, 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 breaks it down." And there, and I'm sure that's probably because of their crash when Greece. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. It was their total crash. crash. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, but Greece is doing much better than how we are right now. Hell yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, they're doing great. I mean. I'm thinking about, I'm like. The, thing, the things that people need to be asking right now is, okay, if the Democrats do take over again, what we need to be demanding is more stimulus packages. Extension on unemployment, because unemployment, I think, is only for a year. Um, we're, gonna, we're going to have to turn into a democratic socialist country for reals, reals. Healthcare. Most people with their jobs had healthcare. Once those jobs are gone, that means you oh have Oh, my God. Oh, you're saying all others. the things. Yeah. Yikes. You have millions of others now without healthcare because they got it through their job. So, and we're not even talking about schools yet, which has been a big topic about oh sending kids back to school, which don't do that bad idea. Um, but, I mean, these are the things that we need to be demanding for this election season. I'm putting everything aside with the fact of, like, we need, we need extra stimulus. We need extension on unemployment. We need free health care. This is the time now that you could get Medicare for all because it's already yeah. a very, very popular I believe 60 to 70% of Americans are for 
free Medicare, come November, you're going to have more people unemployed and you're going to have more cases. And so with more cases and more people unemployed, that means no one's going to, there's going to be a lot of people with no health insurance. And so the only way to come back that is with free health care. This is just a sign by the universe. It's just like, it's like the universe of health care in this country. Yeah, of course it is. How could it not be? I mean, it, it, we everyone should be taken care of, especially we're talking about a fucking disease. And it's a disease that affects people that's health is already compromised. So if we could keep our people right. fucking healthier, it wouldn't be such an issue. I mean, and now they're talking about uh, the school year with putting kids back in the school. Luckily, California, uh, they're going to be doing uh, school online, but ne- then you, you have certain states that don't care, you know. <laughs> and now you're putting children's lives at risk and teachers and yeah, janitors yeah, yeah. and so on. And then you also, I mean, you have kids also, too, that have. Uh, that have health, uh, severe uh, health conditions, kids who have asthma, kids who have other uh, uh, diseases, they can't go to school. Their, their health is too sensitive to even be back into a classroom. Yeah. But then you also have to think about there are kids that live in multi-generational homes. So that kid, and kids are nasty anyway. Oh, they're little jam so hands. They're disgusting you- little freaks. Absolutely. Just, just the... Yeah, you're you're an ex-teacher. Yeah. So they're talking about trying to have kids practice social distancing. That'll never happen. What what eight-year-old? What eight-year-old is going to really practice self uh, 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 distancing? Yeah, I can't. Or what? Not all kids wash their hands. Kids are gross. Kids are gross. Little jam hands. Sticky weirdos. Yeah, you're on top of the flu season, which will be coming up. Yeah. You know, so you have that on top of the virus. And then kids living in multi-generational homes, like with their grandparents, their parents, their aunts and uncles, where they're, they're, they could spread it to them. Yeah. And yeah. so on. <sighs> it's just that, and so basically they had uh, that stupid cunt face, uh, Betsy DeVos on, uh, on Sunday all, all over different, like CNN and MSNBC talking about, like, we need our kids to go back to school, but they don't even have anything set up for kids to go back to school. They're not even talking about giving, but basically what they're trying to say is they're going to take funding away if certain school districts do not uh, send kids back to school, which they can't take funding away because that has to go through Congress. So just let you know, people, it's it's a scare tactic. But they're not, they're, not, they're not giving teachers or any school districts any way to, like, uh, anything to basically help open schools, like math, um, any kind of Zoom Oh, of course they wouldn't give them, of take. course they wouldn't give them, like, 409 or bleach or any, they'd be like, it's just the same thing that was happening before. Oh, your kids can't have books anymore, so you have to photocopy everything. Oh, and once your photocopy budget is gone, you have to do it out of your own pocket. Oh, oh, you wanted to do art in your classroom? Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have the budget for that. You have to buy it out of your own pocket. You get to write it off on your taxes, though, teacher. There's all (laughs) these kinds of things that we haven't been supporting teachers forever. And now you want to open up schools? You want to make everybody unsafe? You want to make 
I mean, oh. It's, and, and then, here's, and then since, since we're talking about schools, let's go into universities. Oh. So my cousin, who is supposed to be going to Northwestern in August, might not be able to go. She lives in Shanghai, China. She was supposed to be here. Her flight, flight got canceled. So she's stuck in China. She's probably going to have to take uh, some time off and study in Hong Kong because she can't come here for school. And so, and then the, this administration is talking about sending students, inter, uh, international students who go to school here in the States, sending them back to their homeland because universities aren't going to be open. Oh. They're only going to be online, which is oh. bogus because a lot of these international students are here on scholarship or other merit. Sure. How, and, you know, and then pile that onto people who are in university right now who are still getting, who are still getting built full tuition when they have not been in school or on campus That's or insane. in their dormitory be in charge the same as if they're on campus which is ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's you insane. Have Harvard students still paying Harvard their money as if they're sleeping on campus. No. School has been out. And why are they being paid the same tuition as if it's normal? They should get a tuition reduced. They're not paying for room. They should be paying for room and board. That's where most of the money comes from is room and board. Absolutely. No one is staying on campus. And a lot of these schools are refusing to refund students. So now you have students in university who are fighting the, uh, their colleges and campuses about giving their tuition reimbursement. Everything is just a cost of fun. Yeah, absolutely. All around. 100%. Yeah. I, I, and there's no – and the thing that's so scary to me is that there really aren't any answers yet. There's no, no. clear plan. At all. There's no... That's the problem. It's so disheartening and confusing and scary because there's no answer right now. No. But I'm starting to think of it in a new way in that, for example, and my own, I can only speak for myself in my own personal front. Mutiny Radio has enough money to survive through October 1st. When we get to that point, there's just no money to pay the rent. I can't, I can't. I mean, I can pa- I can cash out a 401k and have us survive, but is that smart? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'd like to spend that money in another way. But I've already um, started entertaining. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I- I've just already started entertaining the possibility that if October 1st the station fails and it's gone, fucking whatever. What else? What else could I do with my life? Like, what if I didn't have this? I could leave San Francisco, I could move to Mexico, I could move to Greece, I could move to Key West, I could move to Portland, I could leave my, I could keep my apartment for a couple months and I could go travel doing comedy, although I can't right now because I guess of COVID, I'd need a, I'd need a, I'd need a car and another person. Anyways, thinking about the station disappearing has only given me such a rich fantasy life of ideas that I've never even conceptualized doing with my life. And why not? Like, maybe this is the time 
to let loose this albatross from my neck, to let it fly away and say, what can I do as a person whose nine-year comedy anniversary is coming up this Friday? What can I do to maybe stop championing the futures and talents of others and specifically focus on myself? I mean, what would happen then? I don't know. So I'm trying to like be positive and let things happen and be like, well, if this is the way it is, all right, like here's my new life. You know, I'm turning 46 this year. I'm on like, clearly I'm in middle age. And if you're going to force my middle age crisis like this, world, universe, whatever, well then so be it, I guess. I'm up for it. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, it's just it's it's just you know it's the unknown and the fact of like you what you just said about like um basically not not knowing what to do and especially when it's not in your control and you have you're watching. I mean, I know, I mean, I pay, obviously I pay attention to the news every day, all day. But the fact that you have so much incompetence, it's not even incompetence anymore. It's beyond stupidity. It's beyond ignorance. Yeah. It's beyond a clown show. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I don't even know what to call it. I mean, it's not even greed. I mean, because there are great ways. Let's put it this way. When certain things happen under administrations, and I'll just use the Republican administration, they would find clever ways to use language as well as, you know what, we're going to give these people something. But also, too, on the backside, we're going to get ourselves something more, yeah. you know, rather than not giving people the American people, what they need in order to survive. Like, let's just say, for, for, for example, if 45 would like to, you know, turn his campaign around, what he could do, which he's not going to do, and I don't want him to do because he's an evil piece of shit, and I hope he does catch COVID, and I said it, <laughs> come after me, Secret Service, um, CIA. Um, but what he could do to change things around is give people an extra stimulus. Yeah, yeah. Um, he could he could say like, okay, so we're gonna do we're gonna have a, a healthcare temporary sign up thing for those who are affected by COVID to be able to get free insurance. I mean, but also too with that free insurance, so he can make some backhand deals because that's what, what uh, politicians do. They make backhand deals so they can make some extra cash for them. There's always some sneaky way, some loophole yeah. to help people in need, but also make money for yourself. Yeah. But the thing is, these people are too fucking retarded. Yeah. To wicked retarded. That, wicked retarded. Yeah. Wicked retarded. There's just no strategy. It's just like, well, okay, well, uh, it's a hoax. I put on a mask finally. Um, 
Oh, oh, but here's uh, this. Here's Dr. the thing. Fauci's a liar. We, we forget how dumb Americans are. I just talked with a person who I thought was very intelligent, um, a 55-year-old <laughs> man who believes that climate change isn't real. These people exist. Oh, there are oh, still God. people. Oh, if there are people that believe that climate – he tried to convince me that cleaning coal or that burning coal is cleaner – then no 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 oh he tried oh he tried i was like i couldn't even i had to i had to stop because no this is a person who before before the conversation that we had it was on a zoom call last night he's in jersey it's fine he's far away but i didn't realize these people existed he was trying to – I was like, are you going to try to flat earth me next? But And then he was like, that's – I'm like, no. You saying that climate change doesn't exist and that burning coal is better than moving to green technology and saving our earth, you're an insane person, and it just shows how easily and stupid – how stupid we are to be brainwashed. Did, that, did, did, did you ask him what black lung is? Oh, he wasn't going to hear any – he wasn't going to hear any of it. He wasn't going to hear any of it. He was like – the Great Pacific Patch of Plastic isn't from us. It's from China. And I'm like, yeah, it, because they're making oh, all of our goods. Know. I was like, how short-sighted and idiotic are you that you can't see the big picture? You selfish, entitled American eating all of our capitalist propaganda. How dare you be so stupid? And he was like, how you be, how you stupid? You don't understand. And it was like the abortion debate with a pro-lifer. He was never going to see my liberal... He calls it liberal drivel. Like, oh, yeah. And I just, it was, it was like, we, it was insane. People were like getting popcorn because they couldn't believe the ranting on both sides that was happening. And it was a polarizing he, thing. Some people, there were other people that backed like, him. My thing is like, this is like a George W. 2004 talking point of coal, yeah. cleaning coal. I know. Really? I know. Really? I know. I mean, seriously, these are things, science should not be polarized. And Amen! Thing, oh, I'm my gonna, God! I, I'm going to say something that I'm going to upstuck in my throat, but it's the truth. Even with Ronald Reagan ugh, and Richard Nixon, ugh, <gasps> Richard Nixon started the EPA in 1972. They probably got a backdoor deal. And you know what? I bet he got a sweet backdoor deal. But you know what he also did? He started the fucking EPA. Good on him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, terrible president, but they didn't use science. Well, Reagan with AIDS. But he at least, I believe, signed uh, the Earth Day. uh, uh, Earth Day in 1986. I believe. Yeah, he signed as Reagan. Yeah. He signed that, and then Nixon uh, uh, created the EPA. So and and you know with both of those, there was probably some backdoor deal where they made money, and they're like, all right, we won't Thank you. We won't fuck the earth for just a Thank second you. because we know that we can fuck the earth later in some other way with offshore drilling or getting Alaska or stealing it from the, in, the Native Americans in the Dakotas. We'll figure out a way to fuck someone else over. Don't worry, but at least a nod. But... But for now, here's some crumbs. <laughs> but it, it's just the fact that coal, hello, America is not that old. And we actually, there's a whole industry of coal that built America, yes. But there's a whole history of coal being 
very, very unkind to the earth as well as unkind to humans. Yeah. Black lung. Actually, Marcus, can... Marcus's great or Marcus's grandfather died from black lung. And you can't tell me that in you... England. And you can't so tell me that the, the, me... the, the, the mountain topping is good. When they, when they take a mountain and they chop the top of it off and then they get the coal out of it, you can't tell me that's good for a mountain. To, to, to chop off the top of a mountain, you can't say that's good for the earth. That's not. And, and fracking? I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to start – I was just going to say fracking. I'm, just, I'm sure he probably thinks, oh, fracking doesn't cause anything. Actually, anytime you're going into the earth's crust, you're going, you're going to you're going to fuck some shit up. That's why Oklahoma up. has little tremors and little earthquakes yes. because of and, fracking. Yes, and water you poison fire. you poison the water, you poison the water Thanks, with fracking. It's it was an insane. Con- what my point is that it was an insane conversation with a delusional person who, before this conversation, I thought was a very together, intelligent person who had made lots of good points about other things. But then we got onto this particular subject, and I realized we can never get onto this subject again, so that we don't have like a fist fight through the Zoom channel. But it was so amazing to me that those people exist and that they believe that, and there's a lot of them, and that's there's scary. A lot. There's, that's scary to me. These are the people that and voted for Trump. People, These are the people that will vote for him yes. again because they are ignorant. They have been fed the propaganda that they believe is truth. They have a myopic view of a big world, and they want to feel monetarily safe. And that fear will lead them to do anything. And for, and turning a Even blind eye. Right. Turning a blind eye to the earth where we live is killing yourself. You want to kill yourself? There we go. Like, and I feel like with this whole COVID thing, we've turned a blind eye again to all of these issues, the environmental issues, the pervasive, I mean, I guess the racial issues are coming to the forefront and the police brutality and stuff, but are we truly going to dismantle the, the patriarchy and the system? I don't think we turned a blind eye. I don't think we turned a blind eye uh Pam, I think we just know who these those people are. We know the fact that going back to what you said earlier, how there we didn't realize how many dumb fucking people that we had in this country, but now we know who those people are. The good thing is it's a small niche of people. It's not a majority, it's not even a half. So that is like oh, okay, the it's not optimistic even half. Thank part. You. It's not even you know, It's okay. It's okay. But even so, there are people in power that believe those ideologies about climate change yeah. or, or the pandemic and not wearing a mask. It's the same thing. Yeah. You, you have a war against science, which you can't win over Mother Nature. Right. It just – you're not going to win over Mother Nature. And science does not – it's not opinionated like politics. Yeah. It's not you don't get to give you don't get to give your opinion on science and say it's false. Right. Like there are such things as uh, stronger hurricanes. It's a fact. It's been proven. Right. Just like there's a fact that tornadoes have become stronger and they're about to change. Like F six used to be the strongest. Now there's F sevens, F eight. Dear Lord. Because gradually, through climate change, 
tornadoes have gotten stronger because there's more water there's more water in the air because all the polar all the the glaciers have melted i watched time-lapse photography that a man did on he had these cameras that he set up and they were looking at a glacier and you can see the glacier just melting and then he showed the pictures of how long how much it had melted a hundred years ago and he like showed it and it's the exponential growth of the melting of the glacier is the scariest environmental impact I've seen, I think, ever. Like that it took it, – it was like here's this huge glacier and then 150 years made it shrink this little bit and then the last 25 years made it shrink all the way and it's gone. Like there's barely go- – it's barely there. It's almost gone. It's almost completely gone. And we did that with the Industrial Revolution. Like you can see in the glacier – over, you could, time. over time, the melting and the, and, and it's like when the seas rise and when the huge hurricanes happen and when the earth starts reclaiming her zone because we fucked it up, will they still yeah. say climate change isn't real? It's not real. We're humans. We can do whatever we want. We have enough money. We have enough money to do whatever we want. You see, if see, I just have a hundred million dollars, me- that'll be enough. See, and to me, those kind of ideas of denying science and the fact that man can do no wrong, to me, that comes into a little bit of a bubble of, it's a a little piece of white supremacy or or white supremacy ideology. Absolutely. That, you know, I, white man, you know, there is no science, there is no climate change, I know what's best. Manifest destiny. I'm superior than any any kind of uh, nature and what have you. To me, that is a form of a white supremacist ideology. Absolutely. It's manifest but, destiny. I mean, unfortunately. It's, yeah, it's, it's saying, exactly. it's manifest destiny. It's saying that all the land belongs to me. I don't care if there were people here because I am the white man and I have claimed this. It's the same thing with the moon. Like, we have claimed the moon. The moon is white. <laughs> we, have, we have claimed <laughs> this nation for Purple's Mountain's majesty now belong to me. Yes, of course, because I am the white man and I have the sense of entitlement and it is mine. And that is, you're right, white racist ideology, 100%. Yeah, I mean, white supremacy ideology is you don't have to be white in order to think it. It's just the fact of dominance. Yes. Dominance and thinking that you're superior in anything. And that could mean Earth. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, getting mm. deep today. On that note. That was great. You're the best. I love you so much. Oh. I miss you so much. I can't wait for this to open up. I miss you And too. for us to hug and have a drink. I know. I miss moving around in the station. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's got to, it, we'll, we'll, we're going to, we're going to figure it out together. We'll, <sighs> we'll be back before Christmas. We'll be, I hope I so. Dear God. <laughs> Well, and hopefully we'll keep the station alive, and it'll be great. And, you know, things always sort of work out. Things always kind of come up, Benjamin. You know what I mean? Like, I maybe don't got the Benjamins, but I am the Benjamin, so it usually fucking works out in my favor. Amen to that. Thank you. You're the best. Amen. High five on that note. I will talk to you soon. You're the best. Um, The second hour here. I love you. I love you, too. I miss you. Yay. Bye, Latoya. Bye. Yay. Bye. Latoya, the sheriff of truth. All right. For the second hour here, I'm going to play something that we recorded last night. And it was so fun. And I don't know if you know who Aaron Atkins is. He is so talented. 
He was part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 back in March. And he is back in town kind of for the summer, but not really, but kind of. And um, his parents live here, and he's we don't know where he's going. He was going to go to Edinburgh, uh, but that got canceled. So anyways, he brought in last night some of his really well-written, fun, cute, wonderfully amazing sketches and we acted them. And so it was Billy and Sam and me and Aaron. And I tried my best. We tried with the sound cues. I fucked up so hard. I tried. But it was like I had to act and do sound cues. And then the computer. I didn't understand this computer. I don't understand the Mac iBook. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Okay, I'm getting a little dramatic. I got to be dramatic in the last sketch. In the first sketch, I am terrible because I was trying to read and I was flustered and I didn't know what was going on and I'm like wah, 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 wah. but I have to say that of my five comedy sons I feel like I have one comedy daughter and I feel like I have five comedy sons and I have them in ranking order and my first third and fourth favorite comedy sons were in the house last night <laughs> And um, I don't necessarily rank them <laughs> by, by talent. Because if I did, then Aaron Atkins would be number one. He's so talented. He really is. He, he's a great poet. He's a really talented actor, singer, songwriter, and then sketches. So let's listen to this. I'm going to stop being effusive. I'm going to see where we are in the middle here. And then... Uh, Oh, we should, what's happening? Oh, there we go. Is that better? It should be playing. What's happening here? Why am I having trouble? It's not coming. Okay. We didn't really start yet. And I can come over there. It is. I'm like, this is what I, this is what I sound like. <laughs> Why didn't you guys tell me about this? It's a little dark. Can you turn it up? Can you turn the screen up? Can you read the, turn the screen up? I can't read it from my phone. It's too, sco- it's too small. It's too small. It'll work. Why? You want to split s- switch seats? Yeah, I guess. If you're going to do it from your phone, Billy. Oh, I trapped you there, did I? Caught you in a corner. It's going to be terrible. About switching seats? Because I want to keep my seat. So we would have to switch the seats. We'd switch seats. There was a weird buzzing thing that happened too, so it's good that we didn't really start yet. And I can cut all this out. It just I guess this is exciting for the radio listening audience, I suppose. Does anyone want reefer? Does anyone want reefer? I'm just kidding, I don't have any reefer for you. Reaper? Oh yeah. Send us away, Aaron. We're gonna start the sketch show, Sam. Turn into a nebula star? He had a hundred miles an hour All on right, that sketch pitch. show, baby. Do you like to do Sam's part? What? Sure. Does Sam have a part? Do we even cast that? Is this that my beer? Show? It's the part of Bob. Actually, yeah. If you want Bob, Bob's Bob right, sucks. Billy, Let the record it. state that Bob Thank sucks. W- am I going to take Billy's part now? No, no, no. You're, it's going to be the three 
Are you serious? This is, this is a, a joke from Why are you tired so life? much, man? We're trying to do a sketch. We're trying, we're trying, to, we're trying to read a script. I now. guarantee you don't have an hour and 40 of minutes of content in here. We don't. We don't. So we don't. We don't. You're trying to, ra- you trying to go home to your wife? An improv show. It's a sketch show. What, sketch I, show. Are we're there going rules? Off the script. Yeah, we're going off the script. Sketch yeah, don't be off the script. Man. Come on, let's go off cock. the script. Okay. So no talk. All right. So no talking. Start now. Fuck you, Aaron. No talk. Yeah. That's welcome so to the no talking sketch before, show. Before before we start, I just have to say, Aaron, we were trying to be serious and get everything together. We've got sound cues. We got We've got it all worked out technically. I spent and the then whole they're day. like, let's just fuck around. What? So you're, you're I'm, tra- I'm trying to do this. You can throw a fo- it's Sam. Don't, care, bro. don't throw me in a basket. Billy's what? here. Billy's serious. We just spe- I just spent a Why whole day writing the script. Because I thought you were going to take it seriously. I thought you were going to read a part. You, you thought I was going to take this seriously? You, you had oh, to ask me. Oh, don't like, be a dick. How? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> just read a line so after I read a line. He All worked right? really hard on this Yeah, script. I wrote a whole script for it. He wrote a whole it. script. <laughs> I wrote a whole script. Have I you put ever sound read script, Sam? Sam's not taking it seriously. <laughs> I edited it. Oh, no. I edited the oh, sound cues. Oh, Sam's coming to do already Jackson. Let's fucking do it. You know, I'm not even in a comedy mood anymore. we got a hostile energy for this read. I'm not even in a comedy mood anymore. Do I even want to do comedy anymore? Here we go. We're going to start again. I'm in a comedy mood now. We're starting again. We're starting right now. It's ruined. All right, everybody. Great. Welcome. All right. Can I have your part, Aaron? All right, dog. Here's the pitch. The song perfectly reflects my inner being as it is. All right, so I don't need no half-wit producer mucking it up all right i'm a musician in the studio got it dander adams she's a pbr and i'm a mouth take one (coughs) she's a pbr and i'm a mouth she's a cigarette i'm still a mouth When we met, she said she was only 15. I said, what? I can't hear you. Take this fake ID. You know, but I love to go shopping. You have to interrupt me at that part. You have to no, be like. You, you, I, I, fuck, that's good. But you never hit the line where you. Where you oh. Well, oh, stay oh. in character. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're way above I, I that. thought you wanted me to cue and cut, honestly. This but is, then we're not even on that page. This isn't where we are. Yeah, yeah. Who has. No, this is, the first, this is the first page. You're. you're Oh, okay, okay, I got you, I got you. I shout, I got, no, I got, you scroll, you're fine, you scroll, you scroll. I shout at her in public because it makes me feel big, and she's not allowed to leave the house unless it's for my gig, but she has beautiful eyelids. All right, cut. What, what's wrong with that one? What? I, what, I was feeling that. What gives, man? Do you actually do that? Do you actually do what? Do what? Keep your girlfriend locked inside your house. Whoa, whoa. Okay, what gives you the right, man? I deny these extremely serious and faceless accusations. She is in no way my girlfriend. That's not the point, Xander. In a song, you... So what? It's just a song, all right? That's what I do. Music and stuff. I look, I know hundreds of beanie-wearing, Wilco-loving, pitchfork-reading studio engineers that would kill for this gig. Do you want me to find someone else? No, sir. Right. Let's take it from the top of the second verse. I don't see it. It's this one. It's I the top. The, the top one. No, oh, I'm I sorry. Look, it's second verse. <laughs> All right, Xander Adams. She's a PBR and I'm a mouth. Take two. 
she was shaking and she sprayed on me after my friend tossed me one of her at a party Gross. when we met she said she was only 15 i said what i can't hear you take this fake id but i love to go shopping cut what what was wrong with that one what now Sander, if this is true, I highly recommend that you find an attorney, but if nothing else, you have to change the lyrics, my and dude. And censor my creative outlet? No way, man. My dude, it's not censoring, it's editing. Think about it like this. Remember that Black Eyed Peas song, Let's Get Retarded in Here? Yeah, I love that song. My dude, of course you do. Well, did you ever notice that one day, everyone started singing it, Let's Get Started in Here? No, I still sing it the old way. Okay, well, my point is the band changed the lyrics so it's not offensive, and now it's more popular. You could do that, too. Just change some of the lyrics. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. What else do you want me to change? You want me to, like, rename my record the was She Was Thunder Age? What, that doesn't even make sense, dude. Look, let's just finish the damn song. There's only one verse left, okay? Is it clean? Of course it's clean. My demo is 13 to 17-year-olds. Now let's start it from the top of verse 3. Fine, but this is it, man. Sander Adams... She's a PBR, and I'm a predator. No, I, I'm not a... Okay, I'm going to just do it. I don't have a bed frame. Stop asking. Just forget it. When I post on social media, I disable the comments, and I keep correspondence with my good friend, Bill Cosby. Still good. Uh, the Bill Cosby part? <laughs> Bill Cosby. I love that guy. God damn it, Xander. Oh. I'm not going to ruin my career over your predatory lifestyle anthem. I'm finished with this track. Now, we can call it a day or we can do covers, but I'm not spending another second on that horrible, horrible song. Jesus Christ, Bob, you're acting super crazy right now for no reason. All your friends agree with me. They say you're being super emotional and irrational and crazy, but whatever. Even though I'm the victim, I'm going to be me. the bigger man. We don't have to play that song. We can just do a cover. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, for the Christmas album. Baby, it's cold outside on three. One, two, three. Dude, barista? Who's barista? Aaron's barista. No, it's just Pam. Yeah, Billy's. I'm white, everybody, for the record, so it's... Don't say that. Now we can't what? do it. What? No, 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 no. All it's right, we're going to find a new actor in the studio. Oh, you... Hey, Aaron, I'm not uh, white. Hey, Aaron, we're in I'm the mission. White. We pulled oh. somebody out from the street. Hello, hola. Whoa. Thank you. Oh, hola? I'm sorry. I don't know hablo espanol, but you seem to be of the correct race to play this role. Why don't you sit in for the sketch? Yeah, man, that's that's probably a good idea. You should you should take, you should take my mic. Gracias, gracias. Great to have you here, Mr. <laughs> That's fantastic. Let's do it. All right. So we have ordered a matcha latte do I say something mm. better not because cause any trouble I mean he's just she's just doing he this is impossible what you're doing right now hey 
That white lady's got a point. <laughs> Excuse me. I actually ordered a matcha latte. Oh, I'm sorry, miss. Let me get you a, a different one. I mean, one is in Spanish and the other is in Japanese, so. Right. Well, here's your matcha latte. Thank you. No, we're still going. Wow, maybe I am a girl boss. What are they doing over there across the street and two blocks down from me? Are they skateboarding on the sidewalk in my school district? Excuse me. Si, senora. What did you just say to me? Perdone, sen perdone, senora. You no habla espanol, solo esta tratando apartada? This is America, okay? And in America we speak... Is that a Nora Jones shirt? Si, senora, mi amor a Nora Jones. <laughs> really? <laughs> I... I don't know why I didn't know that. Tu tienes o was bellissimos. <laughs> Kiss me. Don't confuse French and Spaniards. Playwriting is my passion. Great to be here, everybody. Woo! It's fantastic. I'm trying. Sam's better at Spanish. I mean, we should have switched roles. Yes, yeah, because you know what, too? I was trying there, too. Like, I was like, come on. I forgot how to read. I didn't know you spoke. Are we ready to go? <laughs> that guy that came in here just to do that part was really good at it. He was really good. Yeah, look, we're lucky we're on the mission. What it hasn't been totally gentrified yet. You just gentrified the, the, the sketch show. We're all, I'm a quarter Asian, just for the record, but everyone else here is. We're honkies. It's 3.75 white in the room. What quarter is it? Fourth quarter. Put all your bags in. Uh. The top part, the, the head part. Trying to get good. some licks yeah. in. His big brain. Yes, his big, big brain. My I heard you guys blood. are really good at the humanities. Yeah, you know in the fake science of uh, race supremacy that's known as eugenics, uh, Asians were actually deemed the smartest. Smarter than white people. That's why even uh, old-timey white supremacists were like, oh, the Asians. <laughs> you, know what the you know where the Jews <laughs> ranked on that? The Jewish people? You know where they ranked on that? Uh, they didn't rank. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> That's right. The Germans were like, we yeah. can't we don't even know how to decipher this. We're just going to yeah. do an asterisk yeah. and we're going to put them on the side yeah. of the. the Almost I heard every. The Jews were the smartest. Like Ashkenazi Jews. I believe they are, bro. I, I believe they are. I think that's why they've been targeted so many times over the. Over the Cause Cause I don't think it's the Danish people. blood in me that helps me remember stuff. Yeah, I yeah. don't think <laughs> it's yeah, that. Yeah. It's the Dane that makes you so horny. The Viking in you. No, it's the menopause that makes me so horny. It's nothing to do. It has to do with my gender. It has to do with my biology, not my. Okay. Who's playing? Who wants to play? I'll play somebody. Okay, Billy, you are this white man. You're oh, Brian. Nice. Brian. Alrighty. Me enter. Hey, you must be our lead. Yes, I'm here to play the mayor of Flavortown. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
it's just a super simple ad for this burrito place. So we should be out of here in no time, probably. With all due respect, I think the characters will let us know when they are done. Uh, yeah, sure. All right, from the top, action. Hey, it's me, Mara Flavortown. Come on down to Burrito Shack and try our new beefy crunch wrap. Believe me, I know flavor. But I may never know the human heart. Citizens of Flavortown, we all lost something in that Chernobyl-grade nacho cheese explosion. Something of ourselves, something of God. I may never again know the touch of my own wife, but damn me to hell if I don't know flavor! All right, cut. What, did I do something, did I do something wrong on that? Uh, no. I, I don't know, uh, I don't know where you got half of that. Our Telegraph girl wrote, Come on down to Flavortown and get a beefy crunch wrap for four ninety nine, And that's all she wrote. Uh, please refrain from cursing in this burrito ad, all right? You're right. He's the mayor of Flavortown, after all. He would be much better at hiding his pain. Uh, no, no, uh, there's no pain. He's just happy about his flavorful burrito. Sure, sure. On the surface. No, everywhere. Let's, tr let's just try that again. All right, teleprompter. And action. Hey, come on down to Flavortown and get a beefy crunch wrap for four ninety nine. Oh, you're Brittany. <laughs> wow, Mr. Mayor, just four ninety nine. What are you doing here, Brittany? Uh how crunchy is it? You look sick. How are the kids? I haven't slept since you left me. I I love you, Mayor of Flavortown. <laughs> well you should have thought of that before getting into bed with Papa John. You know he can't satisfy me like you do. I need you, Mayor Flavortown. And I need your hot, wet, beefy crunch wrap. I can never quit you! Uh, all right, cut, 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 cut. What, did we do something wrong? You can't just kiss your co-star. That was highly inappropriate. Um, I don't know. I thought it was pretty natural. Can we try, we can try one topless if you like. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Bottomless. Bottomless. I think that this, that's a little more real. It is real. What do you know? Why can't we just do it the way it was written? Is the writer here? I mean, I really think he'd like our changes if he just saw the animal magnetism in the oh, room. Oh, please, no changes. I, I think we'd all be more comfortable uh, if we just went by the book, all right? I mean, I majored in dramatic improv, and I think I work way better in the moment. Right, right. The script is getting in our way at this point. Oh, for the love of God, the script's not holding you back. Just please take it from, oh, hey, mayor of Flavortown. <laughs> all right. And action. Oh, hey, Mayor Flavortown. Lorsqu'Asalai couchante, les deviers du son mère. Oh, bon père, articles Flavortown. Oh, my God, <laughs> cut, cut. At least do it in English. Gee, uh, please, guys, I've got four other shoots. My kid is sick. My relationship is falling apart. Can we just get this over with, huh? Wait, you're right. That's a much better direction. I agree. <sighs> what? No, no, thank you, Brian. And and action. That's my job. Oh, hey, Mayor Flavortown. It's you. Listen, I I have like four more shoots today. How could you? Our relationship is falling apart. Our kid is sick. He has crunch wrap diarrhea. Then why don't you stop feeding to him? <laughs> because I thought you knew flavor. I'm just a director. You're just like your father. He knew flavor. And scene. Oh my God! Wow. Hey, I, you know, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize the importance of your work. 
All right, that's a wrap, everybody. A beefy crunch wrap. House Hunters International. Oh, we like, we like, oh, we like to party. Another Aaron Billy scene. Let's do it. I'm trying to figure out. You want to take the helm? You want to do it? I can't take. I can't take you out of the production. Would you like that? I'm sure. I'm sure. As a, you know, a critic. Damn, okay, then, Critic, we were talking I'll about this before, the rule of threes, right? Were we ta talking about the rule of threes? Yeah. That's my rule of four. What? That's me thinking outside the box there. Okay, you know about the rule what? of threes, right? Yeah. In comedy? Sure. My <laughs> my rule-breaking new form of comedy is rule of four? Sure, break the fourth wall, baby. I know. I'm so smart and you quick. It's hard. It's God, hard. I it's hate the both of you. It's, it's so hard to have, like, actual theater oh, training. This is a cool really good script, head. by the way. Oh. It's really well written. You should apply to that fucking Nickelodeon thing. Like, What's this is really, they've been really funny. I was crying in the last one. I was trying not to lose my shit, and I was literally crying. That was fun to do. Thank you. I was, yeah, What's it was the Nickelodeon thing? Literally. Oh, I'll show it to you later. Okay. It's a thing you could make money and be a real writer. You're so young and perfect. You're perfect for it. And you're so good at it. You're really, really... I, all the genres too. You did the song, and you got the good script. I'm Thank done you. sucking your dick. We gonna finish this fucking script or what? Oh, you don't have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do this. <laughs> right. That's me and Billy. All right. House Hunters International. So you're a weeaboo. Weeaboo. What is a weeaboo? Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. If you're like really sad about it, like you pee in bottles and shit. Oh, all right. Okay. <coughs> On season two of House Hunters International, we help Jared find the perfect studio apartment in Tokyo, Japan, and finally live out the dreams of his favorite films. Now we're back a year later to see how he's adjusting to the li to life in the big sake. Uh, yeah, Japan's cool. I'm yet to explore my neighborhood, or uh, my street, or my building, really, but it looks really nice. Just taking a year to get comfortable and, you know, watch some TV. Well, it must be pretty nice in there. Let's check it out. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little messy. Jesus Christ, man, where do you buy this much natty light in Japan? Uh, there's an Amazon locker in the building. Just one of the great amenities. I also really like the, uh... Dude, it smells awful in here. Where do you sleep? Uh, you know, I just put a blanket down. Uh, those pizza boxes over there have been my favorite. Have, have been? As in for a... W okay, cut it. We're gonna shelf this episode and shoot another revisit episode in a year. Try to clean some of it up, if you can, by then, okay? Oh, okay, man. Right. Okay. On season two of House Hunters International, we help Jared find the perfect studio apartment in Tokyo, Japan, and finally live out the dream of his favorite films. Now we're back two years later to see how he's adjusting to life in the big sake. Hey, Brody. Try to show you how I finally found my way in Japan. That's great, Jared. Let's take a... What the fuck? It's exactly the same. Look again, new gaming laptop. Is that a bottle of your own urine? Intel Core 1.9 processors and a removable graphics card, dude. you dude. can't put posters of naked women on your vault. We told you we were filming today. Dude, it's not porn. It was all drawn by hand. Why are there so many cups? Do you ever use them twice? Uh, no, I just get the new ones shipped out. Jared, maybe it's time you move back home. What? No, I love Japan. I love the culture. You've never been outside. 
So what? I like the movies. That's the culture. Here, pal. Watch this. What is this? A VHS tape? It's Do the Right Thing by Spike Jones. Wait. Spike Lee. <laughs> Something new to take your mind off of Japan. Hmm. Spike Lee. I'll be back next season. <coughs> On season two of House Hunters International, we help Jared find the perfect studio apartment in Tokyo, Japan, and finally live out. Let's see how he's adjusting to life in the big sake. Oh, God. Oh, God. I hope he took my advice. What's up, Mookie? I was wrong. Stop the tape. <laughs> All right. Alright, to recover from that one, to recover from that sketch, I'd like to do a little bit of... Yeah, come on. That was not bad. Yeah. Yeah. You could have done that? a good shouty. I know, I know, Billy did a great job, but then you oh. did a good shouty thing to shout Oh, yeah. Well, to take everyone's mind off it, what if I did a great little magic trick? Huh? Mm hmm? Okay. Uh, I, will, I will now proceed to make this, uh, this entire soundboard disappear. Ready? It's gone. Thank you. Oh, my God. You guys talked about that in advance. For viewers at home? Was that the end? There's no more soundboard? No, we have another Oh, okay, good. You guys talked about that before? No, I can... I, I just... Doing magic? I mean, I didn't... I should have asked magic. Pam before I... No, I, I mean, I know board. how you magic know, works. You knew, you knew that do she was going to do that? Do you not believe in magic? What are you, some kind of, like... Telekinesis? What kind of co muggle. communist are you? You don't believe yeah, you in don't magic? Believe in magic? What is, you don't have... You don't <laughs> have any sense don't of wonderment in your life? Jesus Christ. Okay, John Lennon. Yeah. I have a little sense of women. magic and wonder. John magic. Lennon beat women. John right. Lennon beat women. Fret not everybody. I just have one more sketch. Yeah, I can reinstall. All right, let's. You guys want to? You guys want to pick who does? Who's who's who? I guess Rodney's Billy. Hey, I'm gonna respect. Thank you, Sam. You're Richard, so you have the most. Oh, he's very pretentious. His name is Dick, and that's. Oh, yeah. The pretentious guy. Oh, J.K. Yeah. Oh, J.K. Simmons. Spider-Man. Um, I'm David. We need more pictures. My dad's name. I have the smallest part, but with the most musical cues. Pam, you were Charlotte. You're sane, but you're a chronic overactor. Oh, I can do that. Oh yeah. That's right in my wheelhouse. The chronic overactor part. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not. No, not the sane part. Fuck your face. You kidding me? All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our first rehearsal for the Scottsdale Community Theatre's production of Shakespeare's most famous comic tragedy, One Girl Sad, Three Girls Stabbed. <laughs> sorry, 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 I could not make it to the auditions, but my assistant looked over all of your resume, and I have no doubt that you'll do the material justice. So let's just jump right into it. Is that all right with everybody? Great, great. We're going to start with some key scenes. Your first, David. It says here that you once performed on Broadway. Uh, Broadway Avenue, actually. Broadway Avenue, in okay. In El Paso. Yes, okay. Very familiar with it. Oh, well, uh... uh, 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 uh 
Cut. Well, you're reading uh, for Il Dottore, top of scene four. Great. All right, hit it. I just can't believe she's so sad. And I wish I didn't have so much plague. <laughs> I wish I could help her. But that's just the way it is. Stop! What are you doing? I, I'm just None of that is in the script. I, I'm just trying to put my own spin to it. Well, don't! Your character is a poor Italian man whose wife is on her deathbed while he pursues a melancholy 16-year-old prostitute. He's the complicated hero. Do it again! This time from where Charlotte says, I am distraught. Charlotte, why don't you begin? Of course, uh, let me finish my breathing exercises. <sighs> okay, I'm ready. Oh, I am distraught. I am betrothed to Lancelot the Huguenot. I am wrought with afterthought that wrought the knots I once sought at the despot. And I have lots of plague. Tell me about it, right? Haha, <laughs> hit it! It's a hard knock life for oh us. My God. Stop, it's a hard stop, knock. Stop! Stop it right now! David, it's not even close to the scene we're doing. Is that what you call sad, tortured, and tedious? I, I'm sorry, Mr. Richard. I was just trying to add my own spin to it. I'm not paying you to add your own spin. In fact, I'm not paying you at all. Jesus Christ, Rodney. I'm going to have you fill in for David here. Maybe he'll get the idea. Hey, it sounds good to me. <laughs> Great. Take it from top of scene five, Rodney. <coughs> I'd say, any of you heard of this plague that's been going around, huh? Jeez. My wife's been bedridden for months. I'd say, though. By the amount of silence around this house, you'd think I was the one who died and gone to heaven. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, both of you. This isn't Caddyshack. This is one girl sad, three guys stabbed. The definitive tragedy of the 1500s. We're going to do this play how it was meant to be played, self-indulgently over the course of six hours. The only true artist in this room is Charlotte. Look, she's studying me right now. Hi, Charlotte. <laughs> You're fascinating. You're fascinating. <laughs> Why don't you read the part of Il Dottore? I thought you'd never ask. Great, great. Start at the bottom of page 2486, end of act one. <coughs> oh, my leg! It is so broken! And it has so much black in it! And I've been stabbed, just like my two brothers. True actress. Oh, for what? One sad girl. No, it has not been in vain. She's a really good actress. For I have loved, and that oh, is enough. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Oh. oh. <laughs> yes, oh, Charlotte. <laughs> uh, more, more, more. I love you the motion, the peak of it right now. Yes, perfect. Now the blue man group is going to rise up from the bottom of the stage, so you have to exit as soon as you hear the Chumba Woomba playing. Chumba Woomba. <laughs> yeah. I get knocked down. But I get up again. Did I ever want to take me down? I get knocked down. Hey, buddy.
That's yeah, all I got. Yeah, I got all this rock and roll. Yeah, that was an hour yeah. of material. Was it? And no, it's it's been an hour. Gee whiz, it's been an hour. Like 20 minutes of improv at the beginning. No fat on that. There was There's no, no fat, fat on, on this. All right, everybody. It's just a damn thing to say, and it's funny. I don't know how your That's computer okay. works. I'm sorry. Well, I was. I don't know how these kinds. You of know, despite works. the hurdles, we made a flawless sketch show performance. So everybody, so please give it up for our players: Billy Sullivan, Whoa. Sam Carroll, Wait. It's me. Pam Benjamin, hey. and most of all, me, Aaron Atkins. Aaron Atkins. That's my impression of a chimpanzee. I did that with my mouth. Thank you for watching Aaron Atkins Sketch Show Podcast Comedy Hour with Friends on the Radio. Radio Hour with Friends Hour. See you next time. Cigarettes. Guy Blitton's The Naughtiest Girl, written by Ann Digby. Guy Blitton. <laughs> I'm sorry for getting rattled at you. I'm pretty sure I'm the reason that was so good. Funkifies now. Some of the greatest R&B music ever made in America. That set began with Curtis Mayfield, 1971, and Get Down. Followed by Earth, Wind, and Fire from 1973. That was Keep Your Head to the Sky. I'm going to send that one out to my wonderful friend and student, the Mighty Mo. I know she's listening today. There's from early Earth, Wind, and Fire, the first song I saw them perform on television, 1973, and I just went, wow. (laughs) My path in life was set. That was followed by the Jackson 5 and Dancing Machine, one of the last hits they had on Motown before leaving the label for Columbia. That was 1974, and also from 1974, the group that came to prominence at that time, The Sinners and Mighty Love, another television memory for those of you who were around at that time or seen it on YouTube. The time that The Sinners appeared on Saturday Night Live and Bill Murray was just beside himself (laughs) introducing them live to the crowd. He could barely contain his enthusiasm. The Great Sinners here on the morning train with J.D. Buell, and we are headed elsewhere now with the also mighty Tennessee Ernie Ford.
Tell that to the Native Americans. You can't own. You can't own a, a fire. No, nobody owns the fire. The fire owns man. After Prometheus stole fire from the gods, we went high with power. Out all the whole time, I'm gonna fucking. Am I out now? Well, you're back in. You're in there like swimwear, playa. In there like swimwear. Right? Isn't that cool? That's a cool thing that I say. It's a cool thing that makes me cool. Really? Well, don't say that. Dude, I just got crazy deja vu that I was gonna die. Yeah, everybody, that's shady. Well, my heart is full of love and it's inspire you. And I'll be there every day if you just want me to. Yours is yours is clicking in. A beer kiss. Do you wanna do a beer kiss no. with me, Sam? Not on the lips, guys. No, 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 no. I, you, you don't. Know. Let me show you what a beer kiss. Not on the lips. Sam and Aaron are docking in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't know what that is, it's when one male sticks his penis into the other male's foreskin, obviously providing one of the men have foreskin. Is that the case? And that yet that is the case. If I taste like Turkish Royals, it is impossible. Nope, you taste like Camel Blues. Turkish Royals, they're everyone's at least top three, I feel. I don't feel anybody. They're not even of my top three. Really? What are your yeah, top yeah. three? Yeah, top three is uh, Reds, I think are my favorite, just because they have the fiberglass, and they really fuck you up. And that's why they're so good. They taste like a break at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, but you don't have a cigarette and palette, palette yet, a cigarette palette. No, I, mean. I love a Red. I love taking a 10-minute break at KFC. Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt that. They're delicious. That's all I'm agreeing with you. What are your other two? Uh, okay, so there's Reds, and then I think um, I think Dunhills are up there. Hmm, heard of them, actually. But I, you know what? I don't even really personally like Dunhills all that much. I think they just might be some of the best because they're – Never yeah, heard of them. Thompson smoked them. Are, there, are they regular, like you can buy them at a gas station? Or? You know what? They, you, could only buy, uh, you can only buy Dunhill Internationals outside of – Europe and shit. Like in America, you can only, only buy Dunhill Internationals, and they sell them in the mission. Dude, French cigarettes, gitans. That's like, just in theory, I've only had them like once, and I don't really remember them that much. They were fine, but gitans, because Serge yeah. Gainsbourg smoked those, dog. Cigarettes, cheese, and wine. Cigarettes, cheese, and wine. One of those fucks you up. Wine. One of them lets you go. The other one lets you do it and have a good time. Want to do it to him. We're here with it's the Mutiny Radio podcast. Super, super poop talk. It you know, just the, the French, poop right away. The French have less cholesterol because red wine coats your arteries and makes them slippery so your fat doesn't stick as much. What, dude? Yeah. That's like something you te- – like the, the Italians like did this thing where they were just like, yeah, a glass of red wine a day keeps you alive. And it's like I guess maybe like a glass. Helps them. But like who's drinking a glass of red wine? Look at how they drink versus the Irish though. Because the Irish were downtrodden, and they just only had the sauce to keep them warm the during the famine. The Malcolm True. Gladwell. The Italians ain't had it much better, though, to be and honest. Well, the Italians were, like, at a lot of points in the world, like, the epicenter of trade and shit. That's true. They had it Northern for a Italy. Time. The southern the southern Italy was just neglected, and there was a lot of civil wars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they're poor. Dude, wine's also yeah. room temperature. It's hard to drink a lot. Like, yeah, like you get a cold beer, you could drink a million of those. That just tricks your brain into thinking, oh, that's yeah, water. That's definitely water. I could drink 12 day. of those. Oh, think about, think about all the drinks back in the day were just warm. You were just a normal guy. You had warm drink every time. There were no no matter fridges. what you were drinking, always warm. 
They'd just be like, or you put it in a cellar, get it like three degrees colder yeah, than it. Yeah, they, they still do that in England. They have uh, cask condi- like cask temperature ale, which is just like they have some shit in the basement, and it comes out that temperature. Tin the shade, and it's and got it like novelty attached to it. It's yeah. Let's yeah, go yeah. to English and well, buy their ground beer. Yeah, yeah. And, and it is and like say that, that we drink brown ale. If, if we just your got beer back from London, we had the ground beer. You have to try the ground beer. You gotta try the ground beer, sugar. If you drink Guinness as your beer of choice, you're fat as fuck. There's no way to maintain really? any health. Really? Dude, that no shit's way. like literally like a loaf of bread. No, but dude, Guinness has... Um, it doesn't have nitrites. Guinness it's has... Only, what is that? Nitrates. It's one of the nitrates. only beers without a nitrate in it. Why don't 12 ounces day, of so Guinness has 125 calories. 12 ounces of Bud Light has 110. So that's Damn. 10. A, a glass of Guinness has 10 more calories than a glass of Bud Light. I don't even. Don't 15, I, mean. I don't even eat hey, just hey. so I could get you know save money on beer, and I still fucking have a beer belly. It also just makes you it makes you swell up, you know. You know what I mean? It's because <coughs> scientifically, it's because when you have carbohydrates in your body, it takes two waters to process a carbohydrate, and you so you and so <laughs> that's why when you lose weight, you lose a lot of water weight, especially if you stop eating carbs, because it takes. Your body holds more water yeah. in it when you're processing carbs, and you're b- and it gets kind of inflamed. Well, it yeah. just it literally takes two, like extra waters, like attach. You know, like Ochem. Anyway, that's the best thing to have. It's like an energy drink before like a big sports game or something like that. You eat a bunch of pasta beforehand, just carbo load. Well, you gotta eat it like night before. If you eat yeah, a bunch like right before, then you're fucked. fucked. Yeah, yeah. Well, you I can't mean, even move. All the other kids are blowing you out of the water, and your dad's in the stands like, "Damn it, dude, you're a goalie. Sucks. What are you talking about?" Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I was always eating carbs before my practices. Or were you a goalie? I was a goalie at Lax. Yeah. Yeah. I was a goalie in hockey. I know, I know. We Chicken talked about shit. this. That's right. We were just hammered. <laughs> no, but we didn't. <laughs> Dude, that's some. That's m- I'm much. I think that's much more baller of you because uh, that ball is going so. Fast. Oh my that god! So hard. Yeah, There's no, no pads. Y- yeah, fuck? nobody. W- you couldn't wear pads just because, only because of the stigma. Everyone thought you were a big old puss. Wearing pads, like yeah, do, yeah. Uh, oh, it makes you sore. No, it you ever seen what the girl? You, you know, you, you see what the girl lacrosse sucks. goalie dress up in? It's more than a paintball. <laughs> Have you seen more yeah. dude, <laughs> girls? <laughs> girls lacrosse like cannonball. Girls lacrosse goalies, they got motocross pads on. Yeah, I they're, know. They got some. They're on some X Games mode. It's not even the same sport shit. though. Yeah. Yeah. For a goal, goalie, it's the same sport except for the fact that usually the shots coming high. And you ever been hit? You ever been hit in the face with balls? I mean, my God, you got to have a lot of protection. I lost. I broke a couple molars playing hockey because I got hit in the chin with a puck. Oh. And I've never been scared of the puck, but, you know, when it hits you in the chin, my my, my, my helmet oh was so Jesus. fucking small and so close to my hey, jaw. Aaron, you can't be scared no, no, of the no. puck, right? in the mask. Oh. So it hit me right where it should have, but the mask was just a little too small. It was one of those stylish CCMs from back in the day, and the shock went right into my fucking jaw and broke my molar, and oh. I just had to chill. Yeah. But I didn't. I stayed conscious though. One time you I got hit in the knee and I just fucked it. Did you have a no. fat Northwestern alcoholic hockey coach? Yeah, Aaron can't be afraid of the puck. All right, no great goalie's ever afraid of the puck. I need some camel whites. I should be though. I probably knocked a couple IQ points off me. That's why I can't communicate. He was doing a visual joke where we couldn't see any of his teeth. He had no teeth. Right. Yeah. Just so for the people on the radio that might not have gotten that. I got new ones. It's all good. New ones are wider than the others. So yeah. That's all you can ask for. Fake. Like Steve O. Have you seen Steve O's teeth? Yeah. Those fools are fucking large. It's like when they edit like a dog to have teeth for like ads. 
for like dog food and they make the dog have teeth. That's what Steve-O's fucking mouth looks like all the, the horse. time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I know exactly yeah, yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah, canine advantage. <laughs> you put, yeah, they got some yeah. big-ass fucking you teeth. You put yeah. human teeth on any animal. It's hilarious. I think It wait. makes comedy su- like such a pure, like a little piece of shit. You know, because so if simple. that's funny, yeah. And <laughs> what the fuck am I? What am I doing over here? I told some. I was on a podcast. Meme lords are the new comedians. Meme lords, like that guy Kevin Flynn, that guy's the the guy behind White People Humor. He's like five million followers on on the gram. He's just one of the best memers. Who? His name is Kevin Flynn. He's just behind a page called White People Humor. It's like not like it's it's, yeah yeah. Well, he knocked them out of the park. He's not like it does. It's not as racist as it sounds. I don't think. It's just like court. <laughs> maybe yeah, just like maybe white. we're not allowed to say people the word like white anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. Why say the word white. Like You're this. racist. Yeah. They're white chocolate chip cookies. You're racist. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you use white chocolate, yeah. you racist? Why yeah. would you put cashews and not macadamias? Because I'm Damn. poor. Because because I only get so much food stamps poor. from the government, and I didn't want to spend the extra five ninety nine on the, the on the macadamia nuts. You know where macadamias come from? Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Did you know that? Um, did you know that a parrot actually. can open up a macadamia nut with its little beak, and that it takes 400 pounds of pressure to open up a macadamia nut, which means that a parrot could just take off your finger anytime they wanted. Dude, your fingers like a fucking carrot. But they don't because they're just bite off a finger with the texture of a carrot. Dude. I also love the deductive reasoning that you went there. Like parrots have definitely bitten off human fingers before, oh and that's yeah. how they we totally know that a parrot have. can bite off yeah. a human finger. Is my, friend, a my friend had a parrot, like, and they live so long. What is the cutest way to get there? Like parrots, macadamia nuts. Four hundred pounds of pressure. That means four hundred pounds of pressure. You could break a bone. Four hundred pounds of pressure. That means parrot, human bone. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's, <laughs> how, that's how we get there. Up, if they can open up a macadamia nut, then yeah. they can bite off your finger. No, I d- I my friend's parrot was such a cunt. The Smart. parrot would just be and just blast at your finger every time. We would be dicks and little kids and stick our fingers in there and piss the parrot's name was Fluffy. So we'd piss Fluffy off. Did you ever fuck with the cat? Do you remember the first time you fucked with the cat and it just blooded you? You never fuck with cats. You ever watch Netflix? First time I did that. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Don't yes. you know? Well, you never watch Netflix? The trick with the cats right. is you, you, you can't you can't ever make your hand a toy. And people who make their hand a toy get attacked by cats. That's uh. just the way it is. The reason my cats, you have very sharp nails because I don't clip them very often, but the reason I don't get all bloody from them is that my hand is not a toy. <laughs> my hand feeds you and pets what? you. My cats never attacked me even like as a toy. Not with my ne- – no. I, I fuck with them like I pick them up all the time and I play with their paws just so that if I want to clip cup their nails, I can. But you never make your hand a toy. Because then they'll attack it in the middle of the night. If you, like, move your hand under the covers or whatever, they'll – they get you. Oh, that's yeah. fun, though. That's Are so you the Joey Exotic of cats? Oh, my God. There's a call. Yes. <laughs> it means yes. It used to be – Joey Exotic. Be Aaron Atkins or Kevin Quigley, but now you live here. Are you, Are you on the air now? You're being racist. David who? I am. Hey, Aaron. I recognize your voice. I recognize your voice, too. I was like, oh, it's David Hi. G. Hi. Are you calling in to purchase the necklace? No, he heard he heard your, he heard heard Aaron's voice, and he was excited about it. He said, oh, I yeah. thought he listened live to check the link, and he said, oh, I heard Aaron's voice, so I wanted to call in. David who? <laughs> David, David Jane. Jane. I, I stopped by with my once four-legged, now three-legged dog. All right. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about you today, man. You know who you kind of sound like? You sound like the Ice King from Adventure Time. Oh, you know how many customer service, especially since my last name is Jane. 
J-A-Y-N-E. I'm talking to these customer service. They've gone through my whole profile, and they still keep calling me ma'am. I'm like, you're talking to Dave. Oh, sorry, sir. Anyway, That's brutal. You're I messing around with your gender pronouns. That's brutal, but also you can't I get can offended. Yeah, yeah, if you get offended, like... Much lower range than my typical conversational voice. Especially when I'm all excited like this. Anyway, Pam, yeah. I just did a post on Facebook for my 420 dude Thursday afternoon performance. Right? Yeah, Thursday afternoon at 420. Tag, I checked that link. I'm looking into Facebook Live or things like that. Maybe do a stream, video stream. It looks like with Facebook Live, you can't give any more than a five-hour and a link for people to watch it. But in the meantime, I did a plug for going out over the airwaves, and I think I gave the right, even though, I mean, whatever, website link and Well, I'm glad everything works, and I'm excited <laughs> for Thursday at hey, 420. And I'm talking to you. <laughs> and you can, let people, you can let people call in at this number, and then they can call in, too, when you're doing your show on Thursday. I will add that. Hooray. David, David, awesome. David, do you blaze? Yeah. yeah. I, what, blaze do I Helen? blaze? Yeah, he's asking if you blaze, if you if you play if you like the trying to hand me a blood type Kush positive oh, type shit. I love the OG Kush. Um, I blaze. I stopped by the dispensary yesterday and pretty much spent the last of my cash. I am supposed to be. Hey, David, today. don't do that. No, I'll sell you. I'll sell you weed from now on. Don't do that. No, don't go have, to the dispensary. I have all this paperwork to get money back, save money, reopen the thing, whatever. It's just paperwork that's been going on for over a year. David, David, I got the freshest, David, I got the freshest OG purple pussy OG Kush that you'll ever smoke. Really, I'm four blocks away and my dog needs a walk. <laughs> Are you offering right now? I could pop in. All right, thanks anyway, for calling, David. You have your Quarters you of that have your pussy, pussy purple OG. We'll $80, call me. Hi, Pam. David, everybody, king shit, as they say. David, everybody, king he's a, one of our neighbors who um, has been coming to the Friday show. The Ice King himself. Yeah, and he's excited. He plays lots of music, and and I said, hey, if you want to come over and we'll do a little show. So Thursday at 420, we're going to do that. It's going to be fun. Is Avery doing a show here? Is she going to do a music show? Hopefully. I, yeah, I mean, I need to – I. We're friends on Facebook now. That's a step in the right step. direction. She'd love to do a show. She's she used to run a great show, uh, Puget Sound University. They used to have a great show with Audrey White as well. Shout out them for Puget. being great DJs. Puget Sound. What is what what's a, what's something that sounds Puget? Uh, it's a just <laughs> a it's a body of water, a sound. Does it? What does it? it I it's bet Puget? it sounds like. Like how does that sound like? <laughs> That's the sound of something else. It sounds like a radio bumper. Sounds like my app. We were... Yeah, after <laughs> anything. Pam, we were talking about that. We need to make you a radio bumper. I don't know what that means. Like Radio. Me radio Donna found. Yeah, yeah. We actually have one. Carl does it, man. There's a guy... He's got a very unique voice. There's a famous guy named Toots who did one for us for a while ago about Meet Me Radio. Toots? Sounds like he does blow. It was... No, it's... He's Puts a, he's a reggae. Yeah. He's like a he kind of a famous reggae extract. guy, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Toots. It's an old It's an old one. Yep. There's Call me Toots. There's all kinds of stuff that I need to do and work on, but it's just like one project after another. It's like, what's the... 
what's the most important project? I bet that guy was like, yeah. everybody call me Dragon. And they're like, no, we're going to call you... We're going to call you the Redskins. They're going to change that name now. They're changing it, baby. And somebody has all the other cool names trademarked. The Blue Men. Yeah. The URLs and shit. They should name it the Rednecks. That would that would work or the crackers? The Black yeah. Lives Matters? Sure, why not? Cover all your bases. Uh how about the red the red cocks? Red badges. The Jews. Wild hogs. Yeah, it's the Jews. Alright, that's angels. what we're doing, yeah. <laughs> it's Hell's Angels. Angels. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? <laughs> what, is there a problem with the our team the Jews? Jews? That sounds like a you problem. I mean, Christians would be kind of like. Oh yeah. And you, and you did like the. Who do you, and the who Crusaders? do you think was was pissed about the Redskins name changing in the first place? Probably the Christians. So if yeah. you change it to the Jews, it'd be a double whammy. Ooh, the Jew, the Christian Jews, the Pro- yeah. Protestants, yeah. the Palestinians. Yeah, can you imagine? The Rohingya Muslims. Shouts out. There's a whole bunch of political stuff you could do. The Rohingya. low income. Yeah. The Rohingya. How about the low income single mothers? How about we finally name a team after the real heroes of our society? <laughs> the teachers. The Washington the teachers. Low-income single mother teachers. That's about everything believable. you can be. Dude, that was my... What? Huh? What? What? Who? I'm censoring myself on air. Sense. Oh. Cancel. 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 You know, you know I'm a quarter Chinese. Cancel. You know what comes out sometimes. I just got to censor myself. The other three quarters of me want to just dish, but I would never. Spit yeah, dish thank God it. for our cancel button we have right here in spit the studio. Cancel. You guys want to hear some gossip? Okay. So you guys know my Uncle Josh? Yeah. Okay. So my Uncle Josh went mudding with his buddy Max. Mudding? Mudding. What is that? Well, Max's nephew's name is Steven. Is mudding just like driving around in mud? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Steven's sister name is Cynthia. Okay. Right, but Cynthia's aunt, oh. her name's, she's Sarah, right? Yeah. So Sarah went to Cynthia and said, Max knows something about Steve. Connect the dots, baby, come on. Yeah, give it You're to You're not me. getting it? Nah, Cynthia. My grandmother is also my mother. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, we, we shouldn't lost even be saying you. this on air. Yeah. You know that? My yeah, grandmother is also my mother. <laughs> She fucked my dad. Really? Her son, yeah. Queen shit. Nice. Literal yeah. 1400s queen You'd shit. You'd be way more goofy looking if that were the case. No, it actually, <laughs> it has to repeat over multiple iterations for the the inbreeding to really start to take hold. No. That's no. What with mm-hmm. I, no, no, you're, you're, kind, you are, you're kind of right. You're kind mother of right. Mother's son no, is the worst. Not. Mother's son's the worst. That's the worst you could do. The next is brother, sister. The next is dad's son. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, son, incest. Oh, <laughs> those never survived. That'd be so it's wild. Those never, ever survived. That'd be never so survived. wild. Oh, my God. I, I know cousins. Cousins, cousins, I think, cousins starts to show over more. Game, but if you're cousins, cousins fair game. If you're so within your family, not fair game. that kid's no, it fucked. Look at the map. The I know, dude. I know, dude. Look at the okay, this, is a, this is a controversial you're fact. you're trapped this in a, a castle of only your cousins for eight generations, you're kind of thick. You're well, going to get fucked up, dude. But well, like, dude, if you do just you know fuck that your cousin once, and then she fucks your brother, and then it's like... And then your dad gets involved you know, and shit. Sam. Your dad's also like Holy Roman Emperor. Hey, the guys... 40% of all marriages in the Islamic world are relative relations. 
As in cousins. Yes, our blood relations. <laughs> yeah. That is, I did not just make that up. <laughs> they're like, just I did not just throw out some gnarly fact about other people that I'm not a part of. They're just learning about how bad it is. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, you, you, I'm not you even think that ha- hasn't that been around for a while, though? Fuck yeah. No, no, no dude. Like, I, I'm b- like, back in the day, I bet, like, just in the, like, in the 50s, it was, we were just like, oh, cousin fucking, oh, yeah. but she's so hot. Everybody like, come on, it. let me just yeah. do it. See? It's yeah, a social been, construct. Yeah, yeah. it is a social construct, dude. But it still produces. I told you, like, mom. dude. I saw a video of a guy who has to take like fifty different types of medications a day because his compa- his parents are cousins. He's also a dumbass, dude. The, mo- the also majority has an IQ of, of like eighty, right? Dude, when you didn't seem that dumb. When you when you don't want to fuck your sister, it's because it's because there's something in your brain that recognizes that you grew up with her, like. The There's no way to thing. smell that it's your sister. There's no way to like know that I shouldn't fuck my sister unless it's I'm like just like that like repetitive cognitive like this, this is my sister. She's a baby, you know. You don't grow up with your cousins. It's why it's why you know sometimes cousins can be hot, right? You think under right? any certain okay, Sam? Right. Fourteen hundreds. No, my cousins, but your, your cousins can be, like, be hot. Your cousins are hot. Aaron. She knows so much about me. We're soulmates. We just like we were made for each other. Fucking gnarly. That's Woody Allen shit, dude. It's, it's they the weren't related. I know, you know what? but it's still fucked it is still up. Step, si- up. Yeah. step siblings, it's power. What about yeah, power? Yeah. No, it was about because he nurtured her and yeah, watched her grow and made her into this power. person that he wanted. He wanted for himself. It's about power. Yeah, that's all. Power. What do you? What, no, Woody Allen did what Soon Young Kim, what like a master ceramicist would do with a clay pot. He just molded her and then he pissed into it because she's Whoa. Asian. Yeah. No, had to no, and you can't rule that out. Ceramicist, like you can't rule out anything about their sex life. The word mold here is important because humans. She's don't still mold better off than being a Korean orphan, though. I'll say that live on air, dude. I bet Ooh, she loves she's better off. She better wanted off to do it. Before. He didn't like. He didn't force her to marry her. Can we edit that out. What if I want to be? What if I want to do something with my life? I don't think they're. I don't think Cisco Systems is gonna. I watched a documentary about apartment. Amy Schumer. This guy dug up so much about Amy Schumer. So yes, much. What, that's what she does about the people. Like she, she dug up a fucking ten-year um, footage of, of Joey Diaz on the JRE on the Joe Rogan podcast of him like saying some pretty gnarly shit. Like oh, basically yeah. saying oh, like, that he yeah, he would he would give someone? girls stage time at the at and the laugh factory dick, if they'd <laughs> suck my dick. And Joe Rogan was like, how many girls do you do that to? He was like, like 20, dog. Like 20. No, like no 20 joke. Dog. No, he goes, he goes, no joke, like 20. Like 20, dog. Like 20. And it's he like, clarified and it. they oh, all die like, of I'm laughter. I'm serious right now, 20. This ain't a joke, dog. 20. Wait, there was yeah. some video of a streamer. You know who Rice like Gum is? Gnarly, but like, like it was on the JRE. It's called you, the casting couch for a reason. Everybody acts like it's such a big fucking deal. There's a reason yeah. why there's a trope called the casting couch is that for years and years, women were taught that the way you got ahead in Hollywood is that you had to sleep with everybody. Like, that was the Weinstein thing. And then when someone stood up, like Mira yeah. Sorvino, when someone like Mira Sorvino stood up and said, no, I'm not going to get in a bathtub with you. You're a scary, fat old fuck. He tanked her whole career. Dick. What happened to Mira Sorvino? She, like, got a fucking Oscar or something or got nominated, and then she disappeared. And the same thing happened to the girl who was in Jawbreaker, who was so pretty, who was, like, with Marilyn Manson for a while. And she's kind of a weirdo and kind of a fun little wacky actress. Rose McGowan. The same thing happened to Rose McGowan that happened to Mira Sorvino. And it was that Harvey Weinstein said, fuck me or I'll tank your career. And they said no. And then he tanked their careers. And it happens from like, why did they disappear? Why were they big in the early 90s and all of a sudden the late 90s they disappeared in the thousands they weren't there? Is that they said no, but everyone else said yes. And all like the biggest 
that cultural thing being destroyed. We are all better off. For uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, society's better off for that. I mean, not, you, not scumbags. Scumbags are definitely not better off. They're like shit. Yeah, but Harvey blew up the spot. You know dog. how men. You I know how men get ahead in life by giving young starlets careers. Yeah. That's how men get. Dude, a, a he, I, saw, I saw a video. There's some. There's some. Oh yeah. There we go. Yeah, I'm a comedian. <laughs> 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 a blab. Blah, 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 blah. 